0: Delano Banton has been quietly breaking out for the Toronto Raptors, so we'll break down his performance over the month of November and see what he's doing to take his game to the next level. Additionally, the Raptors got a massive W against the Detroit Pistons last night, so we'll dive into that game breakdown as well as another key rotation player going down with injury and in Otto Porter Jr. and Giannis speaking out about a potential future with the Raptors. So a bunch of stuff to dive into without further ado, let's jump straight into it. Hello everybody Ben I'll just hear the Raptors side just breaking down the latest Toronto Raptors news if You guys want to stay up to date with everything surrounding the Toronto Raptors Definitely hit subscribe if you enjoy the content It means the world to us and it keeps you updated on everything surrounding this team But let's dive into the news and the first thing we're taking a look at is Toronto Banton Quietly breaking out for the Toronto Raptors Now as I said I didn't get to get a post-game reaction We'll be back on our regular schedule starting this week uh, Next couple days missed the last couple of uh, post-game lives But the Raptors got a nice W against the Detroit Pistons, and one guy that was just absolutely dominant was Delano Banton. And quietly, when you look at the stats, Delano's been a guy that's been slowly breaking out for this team, clearly ingratiating with all the injuries and stuff, taking advantage of those opportunities, and making himself a proper staple of this Raptors rotation. I mean, last night, if you look at the game, uh, Delano Banton ended up having, in the start, in only 25 minutes of action, 27 points, 4 assists, four rebounds, three steals, two blocks, hit three threes, and came out a nine of 16 from the field. So remarkable field goal shooting percentage there in this one. And Delano Banton's a guy that a lot of Raptors fans just see the potential, right? He's long, he's wiry, his jump shot doesn't look that broken, right? Especially been improved from his rookie season, right? And just to do that, if he can t- take down the turnovers a little bit, right? If he can put everything together, has Remarkable potential. There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. To be a star player for this Raptors team, that ceiling is definitely there. That star potential is there for Delano Banton, but a lot of things have to go right. And over the past couple of weeks, he had a was given some opportunity at the start of the season. There's a lot of talk Nick Nurse made during training camp about Delano Banton taking a step forward, but during the first couple of weeks of the year, didn't really take advantage of that opportunity. But he fell out of the rotation for a couple of games, but then in the month of November has really, you know, taken the opportunity with all of the injuries going on and quietly run with it. Hasn't, with the exception of last night's game against the Pistons, hasn't had any monster performances, but has been a legitimate backup point guard for this Raptors team. And it's something that's desperately needed for this Raptors squad in limited opportunities. So you look at his stats just over the month of November. He's currently averaging 10 points per game, two two rebounds, two assists, and just 13 minutes of action. And the two numbers that really stand out to me, you know, in this this little graphic and the stat breakdown for November is the 39% from behind the three-point line on 3.3 attempts per game. His field goal uh, percentage is also pretty solid on that front as well. And the free throw shooting, 86% from behind the three free throw line. Delano Banton, if he can get that consistent jump shot, because last year he'd be thrown into games where teams would just say, hey, let's go to a 2-3 zone, let's go to a 3-2, let's clog the paint and let these guys shoot let Don't let Delano Banton run in transition. Don't let him get his game going fast. And Delano Banton was essentially taken out of these games. But right now, 39% from behind the three-point line. Not only is he not a liability from out there, he's an effective three-point shooter at this point. So hit a lot of big ones against Detroit last night. But over the course of this time, the jump shot looks pretty consistent. We've talked about how his midi pull-up has looked great ever since summer league preseason, and even when he was struggling at the start. So the jump shot looks like it's come along. But that's not the only reason Delano is really taking his game to the next level over in recent weeks. I just feel like Delano, even though the assists don't, uh, you know, really show a huge step up, even though two assists per game in 13 minutes, is not, uh, not bad by any means, but I think he's playing within the flow of the offense where he's not just being a ball stopper when he's out there because I gave criticism and really before he went on these stretch of games as Delano Banton's not really a guy that fits well with the you know, he's playing with star players. He's effective when he's the lead guy when he has the opportunity, to, you know, dribble the air out of the basketball and attack. He can create some isolation plays for himself, but it's not really the recipe for winning basketball. I think that's a big reason why you know Nick Nurse didn't like him playing. Again, he didn't get a lot of opportunity, at least uh, in, throughout last season, because he forced the issue a little bit. He dribble a lot. He'd be turnover heavy, but he has that vision. He has that you know capability to where if he just worked on his game within the flow of the offense a little bit more, he'd be extremely effective. And I think that's the real reason Delano Bant has taken that step forward. Because right now, you know, he's running those lengths, he's cutting effectively, but when he gets that basketball, while he still is a little bit of a ball stopper, he hasn't completely changed on that point, but that's what point guards do, right? They set up the offense and get their games going, but he's playing a lot faster. He's more decisive with his moves. He's not wasting dribbles, and that allows him to catch the ball within the flow of the O and you know, create for others, to create opportunities for himself, and get those hockey assists that really you need out of a guy like Delano, who, you know, is going to be running the point guard position, you know, as our backup right now for Fred VanVleet in theory, so I, I love what I've seen from him, he's obviously an effective defender off the bench, because Malachi Flynn's also been solid, but defensively, you know, gets worked occasionally, we saw that a little bit by Jaden Ivey last night, Ivey was cooking both those guys, so I won't, uh, won't bag on Flynn too, too much, but it's nice to see Delano Banton establishing himself as a proper backup point guard, and taking the step we expected him to take coming into his second year. So, shout out to Delano Banton, but that's not the only sort of uh, takeaway. I wanted to highlight Delano Banton at the start of this podcast, but there was a game last night, unfortunately, as I, I wasn't able to react to it. We'll be back on the post-games. You know, going forward here throughout, don't uh, stress that whatsoever, but the Raptors, They broke the curse, folks, that Dwayne Casey curse, it has been broken, and it came on a night where the Raptors really didn't have a lot of their guys. No Fred, no Pascal Siakam, no Gary Trent Jr., right? Like, the Raptors have been injury-depleted, right? Our our key guys, Precious Achua, is obviously still out, so we, we need players to step up. Obviously, I just went on a, a rant about Delano, but Chris Boucher is also a guy that played really well in this game against uh, against the Detroit Pistons. 20 points in this one, four rebounds, was hit, randomly hitting a bunch of midi dribble pull-up shots, looking like Kevin Garnett out there, you know, hitting these shots at the top of the key, one dribble pulls. Last season, whenever we saw uh, Chris Boucher take a dribble pull, up, even a lot of this year, he sort of cringed a little bit. He's better at those set three-point shots, but it's clearly something he's been working on, he really put on a clinic guy there in the in the mid-range there last night so chris boucher was out there playing well right we have wancho came off and gave some solid production off the bench coloco had eight points a block you know effective on defense but you know, not, nothing too, too crazy from our starters. OG Nobi, while he wasn't the most efficient, the three-point shots could have gone down a little bit better, had 19 points himself. Obviously, OG is going to be a dude that's more effective, playing off people, playing within the flow of the offense, similar to Delano Benton. He's not really going to be a 1A guy night in, night out, but I think he's doing a commendable job with all of the injuries that we've had in recent games. So I liked the performances out there. Chatty Thaddeus Young, continue deserves a lot of praise because he was a guy who's getting zero minutes for a stretch there at the start of the season and has come in never complained now is a our starting center at this point and you know his box score is never going to be something that makes you turn your head like crazy i mean took four shots last night six points six rebounds four assists two steals he, he fills up the stat sheet but just his hustle and his effort out there on the court is always huge one of the one of the leaders at least the leader in the starting lineup in terms of plus minus minus. You know it was just an all-around game for this squad but you know there's one guy that i've seen receive a little bit of credit a little bit i made a whole video on him uh the other day but scotty barnes came out in the first sort of quarter in this one the first couple of possessions i said okay this is going to be a big scotty barnes night had had a couple of just quick drives to the rim quick attacks and it's exactly what we want to see out of scotty barnes right getting to the rim going up i know uh, kate cunningham wasn't playing but the detroit pistons fans have been uh trashing on scotty a whole bunch over the past year or so so i was expecting a big night especially with all the criticism coming uh scotty barnes's way in recent weeks but in this one you know eight points only took nine shots four assists five rebounds you know, a steal, a block, playing within the flow of the offense, but again, like, Scotty's going to be, needs to be one of those dudes that just takes over, and defensively, again, didn't have a great, great performance on that end either, so we can't just have Scotty Barnes chilling in the dunker spot, that's not his role, that's not his most effective play, like, Delano Banton's never a guy you have to worry about for being aggressive, sometimes he gets over dribble happy and all that sort of stuff, but that that could rub off on Scotty Barnes a little bit. I wouldn't mind Scotty Barnes just calling a few isos for himself, using that bully ball effectiveness. So then, you know, when the double comes if they, you know, if he has a smaller guy on him, he can just take him to the rim. The double comes, he can use that playmaking ability to really create for other Raptors players. So, I'm not wanna, I'm not going to be out here bagging on Scotty Barnes. I know his potential. I know what he can do, but it's all about aggressiveness. It's all about mentality. And I think, especially in games where we don't have these other star players around, Scotty Barnes just being more locked in on trying to get his own game going rather than, you know, sort of floating around, letting everyone else sort of do their things. Especially when the Pistons went on a couple of runs last night. Like, Scotty Barnes had moments where he could have taken over this game, but just didn't. And, you know, he still does other things out there, even with all the criticism and stuff. Like, five rebounds, four assists, that's all solid, but. Yeah, we want him to take the jump we want him to improve from on from last season so hopefully scotty burns he's still getting the scotty burns award for the for this most recent game but definitely uh, would like to see him take a step forward going forward so we'll we'll see how he ends up performing there'll definitely be a lot of opportunities in coming games as injuries are still piling on that's a little transition into our next topic as Otto porter jr has been added to the injury report again and i butchered that uh grammar in that uh that chapter but man and the Raptors just cannot catch a break at this point because with Pascal Siakam going out, Fred Van Vliet being in and out of the lineup, Gary Trent Jr. going down for this most recent game, Precious Achua out indefinitely, Kem Birch being in and out of the lineup, Otto Porter Jr. was out for the whole start of the season, Boucher was out for the whole start of the season. We get Otto Porter Jr. back, hopefully to be a rock on our bench that we can rely upon to be solid and Bad news came out today as Otto Porter Jr., you know Fred Van vliet Gary Trent Jr. are both questionable for tomorrow's game against Miami. But Otto Porter Jr. is now going to be out with a toe dislocation, joining Pascal Siakam and Precious achua And we also got some Jeff Doubt in action. We got some Jeff uh, Justin Champagne, uh available from the Raptors. Nine oh five. I forgot to mention that in the Pistons breakdown, but we did get to see Jeff Doubt play, and I thought he looked solid in his limited run. So. I I want to see uh, Jeff Down get more opportunities there as well. But we're on the Otto Porter Jr. topic, and it just sucks with the toe dislocation. You know, I think uh, there's a similar injury going on. Desmond Bain, the air cream didn't break down the timeline for that. But, you know, toe injuries, they can sometimes be something you play through and you get back on the court pretty quick, or they can be things that take weeks to recover from. So the fact that Otto Porter Jr. was out for so long to start the season, he's just getting back in his room a little bit, even though he hasn't been amazing. It just sucks. It sucks to see him go down with injury, especially where he's such a needed ass, a needed piece to this Toronto Raptors team. So hopefully he recovers quickly. Hopefully we get some of these Raptors guys back before uh, you know we were having to dive into like we did last year when everything was health and safety protocols and we're calling in guys for single games as call ups and stuff. So, but if it gets Jeff out in some minutes on the court, I'm not going to be complaining. But the final thing, the final thing we're talking about in this uh, video is Giannis speaking out. On joining the toronto raptors now sergi baka the marketing wizard that he is you know one of the the best personalities in the nba one of the funnest guys in raptors history you know had the how hungry are you uh youtube show or i don't know where he's posting them now these days but like, what the main platform is on but he had Giannis onto to takumbo onto his show and he knows that his uh fans was, well at least he's got fans out all over the place i'm sure but his diehard fans are up north of the aboard of the Toronto Raptors, and he hyped up this episode with uh, Giannis coming on asking him, "Giannis, will you be in the future a member of the Toronto Raptors? True or false?" And then that was the promo material. Well, we finally got Giannis's answer, and much to the dismay of Raptors fans, unfortunately, he picked false. But with a with a little room for potential possibility he said I have to go with false because obviously it can go true that would have just completely been a uh you know what storm down there Milwaukee if you said oh true or you know if he had to pick one or the other he had to go with false but he did say you know if they offer me a contract and I have to take it I gotta feed my kids you're putting me in a tough situation but maybe the recruitment pitch that Sergi Baca might have made had uh (laughs) had uh hurts our future potential chances because he said i'm a man of my word i'm saying false right now and you know if he uh if he gets offered a contract he would have taken it now he might not i don't know it's all fun and games there with Giannis. but raptor fans just want this guy to come and i'm not playing the want Giannis watch segment because the the people that made that copyright free music they uh they they demonetized our, our recent vid so can't play the Giannis watch segment anymore it's officially retired and maybe after Giannis essentially uh putting to rest any speculation of him joining the raptors anytime soon we'll uh, we'll put it to rest here too but folks you guys are the best for making this fire check out the instagram the tiktok all that cool stuff instagram's about to be back popping so we'll get that stuff rocking anyways you guys are the best subscribe to the channel if you haven't already we're signing out cheers